hello hi guys welcome welcome to the first episode of the just growth podcast and i'm your host kaya sitole to kick off the first episode i would like to introduce the concept of the red pill slash blue pill community but just for this episode i am going to be focusing on just the red pill and how the this community is important so if we could just take a trip down memory lane to a movie called the matrix Remember when Neo was given a choice to choose between a red pill and a blue pill? He then makes a choice to swallow the red pill and his whole world transforms, literally. You know, he, he gets an understanding of how we are conditioned as humans and just how humans are as well. And just for that, just since I'm speaking on that, I'm just going to give you a, a Google definition of what the red pill, what the red pill mindset is. So, it is used to refer to a process by which a person's perspective is dramatically transformed, introducing them to a new and typically disturbing understanding of the true nature of a particular situation. Just what I've said, you basically you just become more aware of your surroundings, be it relationships, be it women, be it politics, be it the government, be it the human nature, you know? Um, I consider myself red-pilled, you know? Uh, I was introduced to this way of thinking back in 2017, you know, when I was going through a rough patch, uh, romantically speaking. Um, I remember, (laughs) I remember going through this rough patch with this lovely lady, um, going through this this rough patch, and then just going on YouTube, just searching how to get over a heartbreak. And I remember one of the suggestions were a guy, I just, he, I don't know his name, but this guy's channel is called AMS, um, Alpha Male Strategies. That's when I was introduced to this whole alpha and beta, red pill, blue pill uh, mindset. And I, my life has not been the same. So I have an idea. I think it is only fitting if I give you the context of the different pill mindset that you might identify as so that you can just get an understanding of what this whole uh, show is about. So we have the red pill, we have a blue pill, and we have a purple pill. So I'm going to just give you definitions of that. And with these definitions, they are based around the dating spectrum. So I'm going to start off with the red pill, of course. So it says, red pill dating centers on emphasizing to men that most of what they learned about women and about dating rituals between men and women is genuinely invalid and ineffective. To give you an example of this, you know, it's a, it's a term that, uh, that was derived by Rolo Tomasi. He's, a, he's an author and coach as well, just around this whole red pill, red, red pill stuff. And he has a term called the one-itis. So what the one-itis is, is basically just someone thinking they have a soulmate, someone that they can have, they can live the rest of their lives with, which I just genuinely agree because we as humans, you know, we have feelings and feelings change. You know, but that is, that is a, a topic for another day. Let me jump on to the next one. Blue pill. Blue pill beliefs and attitudes are those that represent long-standing, 
old school in inverted commas, romantic notions and buy into the belief of unrealistic romantic fairy tales and true love oriented fantasies. Long-term monogamy and marriage are highly emphasized within the context of the blue pill thinking and advice. And at the, an example of this, you know, um, it's just how movies have shown us guys how to treat a woman, how to be with a woman, you know, making them the center of your world and disregarding your own feelings and your own purpose. And this, look, I know I, t I normally get angry at this because they are conditioning guys to be a certain way. And once you do that, so those certain things, you will get hurt, as they said, but I'll hurt, I go. But you will, you will get hurt. So hence why the red pill just, it, it makes sense. But like, hey, we're not, we're not the same as people. Um, the next term is the purple pill. One is guilty of the purple pill thinking when they have been readily exposed to the red pill beliefs and attitude and advice. Yet these men instead choose to move forward with blue pill influenced thinking and behavior. A good example of a good example of being guilty of the purple pill thinking and behavior would be a dating and relationship expert who has experienced several interactions with members of the opposite sex that have reinforced and validated his red pill thinking. But because he wants to sell more copies of his dating advice books in order to become a millionaire, he chooses to espouse a high degree of blue pill dating and relationships advice in his books. Huh. You, with, this, with this one, it's, I'd normally say, you know what, pick a struggle. You're either blue pill or you're red pill. But, you know, just being human, and my understanding of just being a human being, is that there are people that are just, you know, that are in between with things. And I, I think it's a sad way, you know, and it's, 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 a, it's a very selfish and naive way of, of living. But, hey, that, that is just how it is. You know, there are some humans like that. So, I often think about how it is not easy to be a man. You know, so much is, is expected of you, and you cannot afford to fail, or you get laughed at, you get laughed at as, as a man. You know, it reminds me of a time of this trend on Twitter, um, where, you know, this thing with indoor, my daughter, my kanga, my hawks, indoor, 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 etc. You know, that... <laughs> that was funny. Like it just goes to show you how, you know, as a man, you're supposed to be some kind of superhero. You know, as you know, as funny that that was, as funny that you know that whole trend was. You know, it got me thinking. You know how women lack accountability. You know, a woman can say certain things, and it's automatically accepted. Why? Why is it like that? You know. Um, it, like I, I remember when I used to when I used to work in the retail industry, um, a colleague of mine used to spank my ass. You know, at times when we would just cross paths, and you know, at that time I, I I thought it was a cool thing because you know I just thought, hey, she likes me, and um, you know she's probably this is a way of probably showing her interest towards me. But well, that was not true. But you know, that was essentially that I was in violation of my space, of my body. And this is like, these are the type of things we do not talk about. And then if it was, if the tables had to be turned, 
um, a guy spanking a girl's ass, that would, that would cause some controversy around it because why I'm violating her space, I'm violating her body. It's not consented for. But like if a girl doing it, then it's okay, right? It's, it's, how, it's, it's how it's supposed to happen. And you know, times like these where I blame, I blame us men, you know, I, we need to hold ourselves accountable because we allow these things. We have been conditioned actually to, to, to think this is okay. This is normal for a woman to do this to a guy, you know, and uh, that sometimes man, like that does not, you know, it does, I don't really like that. And for now, I'm going to play an audio clip of uh, this talk show host from like back in the day. Uh, she mentioned, she just elegantly, you know, it's just normally mentions like it's a normal thing. She she mentions how, you know, this lady chopped off and have her husband's dick, her husband's penis or her husband's penis. And she promotes that. And she says it's an okay thing to do. You know, I, I, I'm going to play this clip and just, you'll just let me know in the comments what you think of this office Catherine Q Becker is accused of cutting off her husband's penis with a knife uh, taking his penis and throwing it into the garbage disposal <laughs> <laughs> she's been charged with felony torture and aggravated mayhem police say Becker attacked him because he filed for divorce <laughs> She's being held. She goes, that'll teach him. <laughs> I don't know the circumstances. I don't know why he filed for divorce. I don't know what was going on between them. However, <laughs> I do think it's quite fabulous. I mean, <laughs> I mean, can you just imagine that thing whizzing around the disposal? It's like hysterical. But however, I think I would have just, depending on why she cut it off, I mean, it does depend on the reasons why. Does it? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, standards. You practice I'll think of one. <laughs> just, I would have just thrown it in the dog's bowl. <laughs> why does a dog have to suffer? <laughs> chewing on an old bone. I'm sure you've listened to this clip now. And, uh, you know, just having lived you know, ex these type of experiences or, you know, dealing with women that were either, you know, toxic or negative, you know, it's, and whenever I'd have to like explain or tell, you know, gents about it, you know, I, I'd often get gaslighted or, you know, some, some people, some guy, guys even, would even dismiss me because it just, it didn't resonate with them and, you know, just, just how we've been conditioned that it's okay. As a man, you do not have to talk about these things. And what outlets do we have as men? You know, we, we don't have that much outlets as, as women. Women have talk shows, women have magazines, women have YouTube channels. It's only now that, hey, things are starting to progress as men. You know, but like, what outlets do we have as men? You know, women tend to say how men need to be open up more about themselves. But ladies, why do we get dismissed when we open up more? Most of the time, we do get dismissed to say, like, nah, you are a man. Deal with it. Why? I, I honestly hate that type of thinking. And, like, 
hence why we keep quiet as men. No, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't talk much. We have other outlets. So other outlets for us would be podcasts or YouTube channels, finding other men that talk about these spaces so we could be formed part of this community. Or for example, as, as many would hate me for saying this, but it's guys like Future. And yes, I do not, certain things about him, I just do not condone, you know, but just essentially the type of person he is, I think it's, he's, he's empowering us men. I, I really do. So just in closing, you know, and why is, this top, why is this topic important to me? You know, on numerous occasions, whenever I hear complaints from, you know, male friends in general, the blame is entirely on the male. And really, does she own up to her faults? Yeah, sorry, man. I, this is this is the first episode that I just had to, you know, I found best to introduce this, um, introduce my platform, just growth. And I, I really, I really hope you join me on this journey as I would like, as I would like unpack certain topics. Um, I don't hate women. I love women. You know, it's just. There's certain things that, you know, uh, we need to talk about. Yes, women, you know, you are, you are marginalized. You know, you have certain disadvantages in the world. And as me as a man, I won't lie, I do have certain advantages over you. And I will, I will still fight for you. I will fight and advocate for your, um, for your freedom as women. Because you do, you do deserve it as much as you have a vagina. But at the end of the day, fundamentally, you are a woman. You are a human being, sorry. So I will fight for that. But that does not disregard the fact that of these issues that I've just mentioned in this thing, in this, uh, in this show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And there's more to come please subscribe please leave a review on the on the like if you're listening via your laptop please leave a review on uh, spotify on apple music about this podcast as part as shows will be re and thank you so much enjoy see you next time